T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm looking at some of these text messages that came through. Man, these are some really good ones. Uh, let's see. Let the Hulk negotiate a compromise. So She-Hulk walks in, negotiates a compromise between the two parties. But I would wager that She-Hulk attorney at law is actually a terrible lawyer. The fact that she was discriminated against. And as Brad Young brought up in the last hour, he would argue that they violated the Americans with Disabilities Act because a, a genetic flaw led to her being fired. Oh, that's an ADA violation. She could have sued Los Angeles and probably have won. But she, he's saying there wouldn't have been much damage. But nonetheless, let's pretend She-Hulk attorney at law is actually a good lawyer. That's who you would bring in to negotiate between the two sides? I don't know. I guess if you had a superhero that was trying to decide or help politics, wouldn't you want Superman in there to handle that? You know, there's a comic storyline where Superman actually runs for president and wins... And then he brokers world peace as president of the United States. <laughs> I want to see that movie. That's what I want. Here's a couple of more text messages, and then we're going to move on. Uh, why are your callers confusing not wanting Trump as supporting for Biden? I think that's one of the big takeaways here. Don't let that be any indication that anyone wants Joe Biden as president right now. He, his polling numbers are still very low, and I think a lot of people are upset with inflation, the way the economy is going. Rising interest rates mean that more unemployment is probably on the way. Not many people are happy with the cost still at the gas pump. It's high than it, higher than it needs to be, maybe not high as its peak, but still you're paying a lot of money for groceries and for energy costs this winter. You see that story in Buffalo? It's going to get cold soon. I mean, just look at the temperatures of what we're talking about. I hope you don't have to turn on the furnace, but you're going to see lows in the 40s through the overnight. I really hope you don't have to turn your furnace on for this. But still, energy costs are going to be terrible this winter, and a lot of people aren't going to be happy with that, rightfully so. So there, I don't think there's a lot of support for the policies of Joe Biden right now. And where is he to try to defend these things? No, he disappears. He goes. He leaves. So, no, that's the point I think that needs to be made from that text message. So thank you for that. Uh, here's one person said, Trump is my president. Uh, Joe is a cheat and embarrassed to our country. Okay. Uh, where's president Joe Biden? Okay. Another text message. You can't move on from Donald Trump because it's not about Donald Trump. It's about the American public. Oh, you're a quitter. Oh, see now if you're at the negotiating table and you're pointing at me, you're just a quitter. You're talking to your own party. I see in that. Uh, one person said uh, She-Hulk attorney at law based loosely on something similar called Harvey Birdman attorney at law. That's interesting. Uh, 
I I remember that cartoon. It was a very good cartoon. But no, I don't think it's based on that. This is a little bit different. But there are other formulas. That's true. Uh, one person texted in, can you negotiate getting our tax money back for all the wasted time during the investigations? No. In fact, it's going to continue to go in the wrong direction, fueling more inflation and putting us further into debt the way that they're negotiating more and more payouts. And oh, it's just ridiculous and garbage the way that they're handling this. But still, no, there's no I think that's what we really need to do. So if we're actually negotiating things, then, OK, if he goes, then you're going to have to take back student loan forgiveness. You're going to have to take back this infrastructure. We can renegotiate that because I think there's some things merited in there. But on the other side, none of this new green deal junk you're throwing in there, that needs to go. So there's a lot of stuff we need to negotiate on the table. There's no turning back to a lot of this. All right, uh, so I don't want to get too far into this or even further into this. I just wanted to catch up on some of the text messages. Hi, I'm your host, Ryan Recker, and it's a pleasure to be here with you on News Radio 930 WBEN. I wanted to bring this up. Does anyone here watch reality television shows? My wife has become addicted to them. When I first married her, she watched a total of zero reality shows. And for the first probably 10 years of our marriage, she watched zero reality shows. Now she watches The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, uh, Survivor, The Challenge. She's about to start The Amazing Race. Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, What else does she watch? There's that one with Joel McHale, Crime Scene Kitchen. I guess that kind of counts. But she's like got a whole bunch of reality shows she started watching. Where was this? Where were the red flags when I was getting to know her that she would become an, a, a, an addicted person to these reality TV shows? When I, was, uh, when I was watching one of these shows, because it's, sometimes it's on in the background, and I don't really pay attention. I'll look at my phone. You know, I'll, I'll read different stories. I'll do things like that. Uh, I'm not actively watching. But last night was the season finale for The Bachelorette. And it had to have been one of the most awkward moments I have ever witnessed on all of reality television. And I'm going to play this for you real quick because this is my nightmare. And honestly, I cannot think of a more embarrassing moment on a reality TV show. Let me play this for you real quick, and I, I almost feel bad for doing this, but so at the season finale of The Bachelorette, they bring in the next star of the next reality show. So The Bachelor is introduced to the audience, and then they, last night, brought in five women to introduce themselves to The Bachelor. So kind of like a preview of what's going to be coming up next season on The Bachelor. So he's standing there, and each of the five women come up, and they make their introduction to The Bachelor, and then they go back and they stand in line. And then this is what happened. Please, I'm telling you, I, it's going to be awkward for you two just listening to this. I know that feeling of when you walk out and you just see all the lights and you forget your name. Like, that's like that happens to a lot of people, myself included mainly. And... Uh, you know, just being true to yourself and, and going up there and just meeting the people for who they are. Like, that's what you have to do, you know. It's going to be nerve-wracking, but you'll get through it. Can you name all the women you just met? Okay. So he goes off and says, everything, I'm always so nervous, and this is a tough time for anyone. And then the host comes in to the new Bachelor and says, you just met five women. I mean, we're talking, like, when you're talking about the Bachelor, 
You always get ones that are shy. You get ones that are crazy. You get ones that are wild. And then you get a couple that are normal. So they kind of got one of each in this list of five. Here's five together. So they here's crazy. Here's normal. Here's irregular. Here's goofy. Here's shy. Kind of like the seven dwarf things. You know, they all have a different personality trait. And he says to the contestant, name them. You just were introduced to them. I want you to tell me their names. Okay? But you'll get through it. Can you name all the women you just met? <laughs> Give it a second. It's just happened. Oh, shoot, Jesse. Come on, man. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> There was the morning, Balin, oh. right? I think it was Bailey. <laughs> I'm not America a, on I, the daily oh. wakes up thinking about Bailey. Bailey. Oh. You guys want to help him? Oh. I'm so sorry, it's so much. <laughs> All right, don't worry, don't worry. We're, we're gonna work on this. We got some work to do, he just started it, we'll get it. Oh my goodness, that is the most awkward, embarrassing moment I have ever seen on television. I relate to it. If that was me standing on TV or anywhere, like I'm in a social situation, let's say you're at a cocktail party or whatever those things are, a social through work, and you're meant to meet clients or whatever. Or maybe you're just introduced to some friends of a friend, or, oh, here's your wife's friend's husband, or here's someone from school or whatever. And you say hi to them, and then two minutes after meeting them, they said, oh, yeah, by the way, what's my name? That is my moment where I automatically know I'm in trouble because I wouldn't remember it either. But he's on national television. <laughs> he just met these women that are standing there dressed as, the, you know, the, the most expensive clothes they probably have to look as good as they have. They probably spent an hour in the makeup seat or whatever. And they're probably wearing all their expensive jewelry to look as good as they can for the best first impression ever. And in the end, none of it mattered. No first impressions. I don't remember any of your names. And then they look at the audience and the host says, okay, audience members, shout out any names you remember. <laughs> then no one, no one can mention one name. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen on television. Oh, is that awkward? Oh, my goodness. Let me, let me say this. Are there any good reality TV shows left? Are they all just trash because the Bachelor, Bachelorette, that's the thing. It's like no one knows your name. They probably only know you based on the crazy, stupid thing they decided to leave in the show and not edit out or selectively edit. They give you an impression of someone that is not really them. It's the breadcrumbs that you've left, and then they put those together as to try to put a different image of you together. We know how reality shows work. Um like, I, I think about where I was back in, what, early 2000s when reality shows started picking back up. Like, you, you had Ozzy Osbourne. You remember he did his show with his family? That was like, wow, this is the biggest thing ever. It's a rock star, and we can watch what his real life is like. And it was huge. MTV did all these different shows. They were more trashy, but, you know, there were still reality shows out there leading up to that point. But people started to get really interested in them. And now you're at the point where it's all of these women— Basically, one stereotype of a woman, all of them look very similar with just different hair colors. And then next thing you know, you're asked to remember their name and you can't do that. That's where we are.
So are there any actual good reality shows left? I doubt it. Uh, 716-803-0930. 716-803-0930. Oh, this was so hard to watch. It was so, so bad. It's going to be nerve-wracking, but you'll get through it. Can you name all the women you just met? (laughs) Give it a second. It's just happened. Oh, shoot, Jesse. Come on, man. Oh, Oh. And now you're thinking of this. You're one of the five women that are standing up there. This is a game show, a reality show, where the idea is you are to meet your future husband. And you're standing there. You just introduced yourself with a big smile on your face. And he had a big smile on his face. Oh, and everything's so great. And all he had to do was remember your name, and he could not do that. What does that make you feel like if you're that woman standing up there? And then it gets even worse. They ask anyone in the audience that's watching, can you remember any of their names? And no one in the audience could remember. (laughs) Look at these text messages coming in. These are fantastic. Uh, Seriously, are there any good reality shows left? I doubt it. One person said, The Bachelor show... Uh, oh, sometimes it's difficult to read these text messages because it comes in in weird spurts. Uh, but see, I don't get that show. The Bachelor, they bring out a guy that tends to be very well-dressed, very attractive, very successful, well-spoken and stuff. And what does he need assistance for to find a marriage partner? You know, that's a good point. I know looks aren't everything in life, but you think you'd be pretty well-suited to be able to find a partner outside of a reality show where you're going to, Use that, I know, for the idea like, oh, man, this is going to make me a social media star. I might be able to start a podcast or a radio show or maybe I'll go on to TV. Like this is a jump start to your career. Some women do it for modeling or whatever. But, you know, ultimately speaking, what happens? You end up looking bad. People end up hating you, harassing you online. And this pretty much ruins any chance of you finding a stable partner in the future because, you know you're only going to be followed by those that are trying to seek the fame. You're always going to be very leery that the only reason they're attracted to you is because you were on national television. Why? Because mostly these marriages never last. How many times you find them married and divorced like six months later? They're just trying to seek that fame. Uh, one person said, show me a high school dropout in his 30s, is a manager of some store, and actually pretty good has his own place, nice car, or whatever. That's the type of person you want to see? Forget the guy with the six-pack abs. I mean, the guy with the nice hairline, forget that dude. You know, it's tall, chiseled chin, very nice features. Uh, forget him. I want the dude with a belly. Definitely no six-pack. I mean, not necessarily a gut, but, you know, you can look underneath it, and those aren't pecs. <laughs> They may have the same shape, but those aren't pecs. That's the type of guy I want, because if you're really out there for true love, then you know it's not for their looks. But somehow they still make it about their looks, don't they? Uh, Road Rules was what I was actually watching back uh, in the day when I was still in high school. I don't remember Road Rules. That was an MTV show. I couldn't tell you how that was done. What was the one on MTV where they were all in the same house and they went to, like, different cities or whatever? That was a popular one, too. I never watched that one. Was that Road Rules or was that something different? Uh, Here's one. When MTV was still having Carson Daly up in one room with a glass window in the street, actually music videos playing stuff, that counts as it? Huh. Uh, One person said, my average guy, the one that's relatable, isn't a future wife. Hmm. 
I feel so bad for these people on these shows. They got to know that they're going to be harassed, yelled at. And then if they make any mistake, the whole world's going to turn on them because, you know, their mistake is going to be amplified by 12 and up from there. I still can't get past that clip. I, that is just one of the most awkward moments I've ever seen in all of television. They bring you out. They tell you, here's five very attractive women that are interested in dating you. I want you to meet them. And then the host drops this on you. It's going to be nerve wracking, but you'll get through it. Can you name all the women you just met? <laughs> Give it a second. It's just happened. Oh, shoot, Jesse. Come on, man. Uh... At this point, he can't even look them in the eye. So they're all standing there, like looking at him like, oh, certainly you remember me. I'm so pretty. I'm so bright. I'm so wonderful. Nope. He is like looking down like, don't make eye contact. Please don't look. This is terrible. Take me out of this nightmare. <laughs> it's so bad. All right. Thanks for the reality show. Someone mentioned pop pimple popper. Ugh. I've seen videos online. Literally, there's a doctor that goes in and pops pimples, and that's the reality show. What's wrong with people watching stuff like that? Like, seriously. I, I, this is what I would like. I would almost buy an ad on that network, TLC, and this is what the ad would be. They would get to the first break. I would show up for 30 seconds and say, what's wrong with you? What are you doing watching this? Are you okay? Like, seriously, what is wrong? You, we got to talk about this. And it's not good. I'm worried about you. Stop watching Doctors Pop Pimples. We'll take a look at your news coming up after the break. It's News Radio 930 WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Very serious. So this is the theme song for The Bachelor. I couldn't tell you. Luckily, my wife will record it and then fast forward through the commercials and the intros and things. So at least you don't have to sit through that. Try to make it as quick, as painless as possible. I'm reading some of these text messages for reality shows. I'm almost afraid to read this one out loud, but I'm going to do it anyway. 
says apparently the doctor's offices are all proper and stuff and it's educational. They're not all pimples. All that some of them are cysts, abscesses. One video I had the unfortunate opportunity of watching, they, uh, it was a swollen thumb, I think, or no, uh, pulled a six-inch black worm-type thing out of a lady's thumb. And in the beginning, you just see her with a very large swollen thumb. And they said they just kept pulling this out like a clown's handkerchief. My goodness. Again, I'm going to buy a 30-second. I, I might not even need 30 seconds, but let's just say I'm going to buy a 30-second ad on the national telecast of the next TLC's Pimple Popper, and it's just going to be me in front of a white background, and I'm going to say, stop it. What is wrong with you watching this? Why are you here? Some of you are even eating right now. How could you... Sit there with your popcorn and potato chips, watching someone pull a six-inch black worm out of a thumb uh, like it's a clown's handkerchief. You got to pick up a book or something, anything but this. What is wrong with you guys? And then the 30-second ad will stop, and then they'll have to sit there for a moment thinking about their life, and then they'll look down at their thumb, and they'll look at the TV, and they'll say, no, I want to watch more of this. Uh, that guy with the weird thing on his back's coming up next. I don't want to miss it. Can I read something out of a magazine? It's from a magazine called Goldmine. Never heard of the magazine before. There's a lot of guitar magazines out there. My dad is someone that would collect guitar magazines for the longest time because, of course, he played guitar, and on the covers were some really cool photographs of guitar musicians, sometimes not so popular ones, but very talented at the musical instrument. And this one happens to feature Gene Simmons, Kiss Basis opens up about mortality, his childhood, in a candid exclusive interview. So what are the things they talk about? And I'm going to point out the first question, or at least the first point that was brought up as part of the interview. I don't have to read the whole thing, but this is what he says. Gene Simmons says that I don't have friends. Yeah, if friends means, gee, I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon. Hey, you want to come over and hang out? I'm more interested in what I want to do, and I don't want to pretend that I'm interested in what you want to do because I am not. So Gene Simmons says he doesn't hold interest in friends because he would rather be selfish and do the things he wants as opposed to what other people want. I got some news for Gene Simmons. Uh, Gene, you're Gene Simmons. Anyone that wants to be friends with you, there's a lot of them, I'm sure, that would think it was cool. They'll do whatever you want to do. I mean, they'll pretend just because they want to be around a celebrity. You can continue to live that life and still have friends around you. No question about it. But it made me wonder, is he wrong, though? Is, is it wrong to be an adult at a certain age and not really have any close friends? Because I, I think about myself. I'm married. I have kids. Those are my friends. I'm friendly to a lot of people. You know, I talk to people online. I talk to my neighbors. I'll talk to people from my kids' school. And we know each other, and I'll know their names, and they'll know my name, and they'll know my situation. You know, there's there's people that you come in and out of life that you may not be close friends. Like, you're not going to sit in a, you know, chair in the open garage and watch a storm roll through. It's not going to be that type of friend. But, you know, you've had those friends in your life, and then what happens? You, you get older. You move on. You move to a different house. Maybe they're not neighbors anymore. Maybe you move states. I, I think about my own case. I grew up in Michigan. 
So a lot of the friends I grew up with, I just communicate with them through texting or through online, and that's it. And I'd still consider them friends, but we don't hang out just because we can't physically do that sort of thing. So uh, let me ask you this, though. Is it really wrong to not have friends? Uh, is, there's a certain stigma around it, but honestly, if you're happy, what's wrong with with your hobbies, or you're happy reading a book, or playing a video game, or watching Dr. Pimple Popper, or whatever, alone on a Saturday night. What's wrong with that? Is it wrong that you're not using that time to be with someone else? I don't think it's too selfish. I just think it's you being you. That's fine. 716-803-0930 is the number. 716-803-0930. Another um, thing about friends that are on here, and the the magazine goes on and talks about all kinds of other things. This is uh, one part I agree with it, and it's so funny because I wasn't going to read this, but it kind of goes with the theme of the show that we've had so far. And if you remember at the start of the show when we kicked off here just a couple of hours ago, the idea was you're going to end up in the same spot. Like what you're going to find is that you might go in a different path, but you'll still end up in the same spot in the end. You know, America's like that, too, in a lot of different ways. You'll be it'll be OK. It's not the worst thing in the world. Whatever we're going through, we'll be OK. We'll get through it. So here's the question that was posed and the answer. Here's what Gene Simmons said. He wished he knew this when he was younger, that it didn't matter what I thought I knew and it didn't matter what I knew. You still have to wade through the jungle by yourself. All the knowledge in the world or no knowledge at all, doesn't prepare you for life because there's no one journey. There's no one road. See, I I would even go further, but yeah, you're going to end up in the same spot for the most part. And all these different theatrical releases, movies, television shows, or whatever, they make it sound like. But, oh man, here's, here's the eight different ways your life could have turned out. I think in a lot of ways, most people's lives would have all turned out the same way, right? I I, I still think about this only having no friends or one or two friends. People say there's a friendship pandemic, as in, or no, maybe a friendship epidemic, where guys have one, two, maybe three friends, if you're lucky. It's rare for a guy, a man, an adult male, to have more than five friends at a certain age. And I get that. But I don't feel like I'm missing out. Like When I hang out with my wife at night, I don't feel like I'm missing out because I'm not out with the boys. I don't also feel like I'm missing out if I'm not playing Euchre every Friday night with a group of people. I think at a certain point in your life, maybe you're retired, maybe the kids are out of the house, that becomes more of a opportunity for you to do things. But I can't just like, okay, see you later, kids. You're on your own tonight. Put yourself to bed. This is what happens when you're at that point of my age. You just don't get to hang out with you. And if you do hang out with them, it's always because they have other kids. The kids can go play and do their thing. You may be able to talk to them as adults in spurts of five minutes at a time before a kid comes in and yells and screams or cries or skins their knee or whatever, and you got to go address that sort of thing uh, or fights or whatever. Or, oh, hey, can you help me with this? Can you open this? Can you do that? Set this up for Always, you can't get uninterrupted talk at a certain age when the kids can't do a lot on their own. That's the type of friends you hang out with. Then you're out of the door by 7 because you got to get home. Get them in their pajamas. It's getting late, almost bedtime, 7 o'clock. I don't know what it's like to stay out late anymore. I can't imagine what it's like to be out past 8 or 9 at night. Oh, my goodness. I'm in bed by 9 o'clock most nights. That's my very fascinating life. So I might not have friends, but at least I'm not watching people pop pimples online or whatever, doing that sort of thing. 
couple of text messages that are coming in. Oh, wow, there's so many different text messages. Uh, you know, several years ago, a bunch of scientists and medical professionals asked Ozzy Osbourne to allow them to study him or perform tests and such because his genetics were somewhat looked like superior, allows him to handle strength and abuse of alcohol and drugs and everything. Uh, apparently, they had done this. I don't know if that's a reality show or if that really happened with Ozzy Osbourne. Here's another text message, and this was just like 10 minutes ago. People are still talking about the one topic where I wanted to be a political negotiator, sit both tables, uh, people down to the different sides of the table, and try to negotiate moving forward, where we go from something like this. People are still text messaging about that. I thought we had some pretty good calls. I don't think it's necessarily needed at a point like this, but still. Um, Diane calling in. Welcome to WBEN. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hmm. What's, uh, you said you have a pretty large friend base? Oh, God, yeah. Um, there's six, seven of us that have been hanging around together since high school. Most of us have been married and had kids and so on, but we've always, always maintained our friendship. We are all going away this weekend, nine of us, to the Finger Lakes. Mm-hmm. And How many people are going? Nine. Nine. Okay. That's a lot. How old are you, Diane? Can I ask? Yeah, 63. All right. So your kids are grown and gone. Like at the, yeah, After that point, when they're old enough, doing their own thing, they can take care of themselves. That probably changes something in your life, which allows you to have friends again. Well, I've had these friends my whole life. We've been hanging out every week, month, year since 1975. Wow. What do you do yeah. when you hang out? We, oh, we do all different things. We go listen to music. We go to concerts. We go out to eat. We hang at our house. Just How do you do that? Like, uh, Diane, how, many, how often do you find the group texting each other and you're like, I just don't want to go out. I, I'm not feeling it. Does that ever happen? Oh, God, yeah. Every once in a while, somebody can't go, somebody's sick, somebody doesn't feel like it, and that's okay. We've been just such best friends for so long that it doesn't matter. We all love each other, and we support each other. Women, I believe women need other women in their lives besides their moms and daughters. I mean, gotcha. you need, well, that's, you, need you think friends. it's a woman thing? Are, are you married? I'm married, my husband, worked, 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 and now that he's retired, he's starting to see his friends again. How many friends does he have? Oh, he's got a lot. He's actually got a lot of friends. How do you keep up with this? sounds exhausting. I'm even tired listening to the (laughs) amount of friends you have. No. If if someone came up to me and said, I'll give you $100 if you can name 63 people, I would say, oh, boy. I don't even know if I can name 63 people in my life outside of family. Well, those are just one group of friends. I have other friends that aren't part, like, say, of that group. I have other friends, too. Okay. I, love I can't friends. imagine. I love You're, you got to be on your phone all the time. Like, they're no. texting you. People are like, it's like 8, well, 8 o'clock at night. Are. I'm turning my phone on. Do not disturb. I don't want even spam calls coming my through. Phone, my phone's off all the time. I just check it once in a while, and then I'll answer stuff. Like oh, you got I a landline they call on. <laughs> I No, no, my phone. My cell phone, but I'm not glued to my phone, my computer, nothing. Nothing. I'm not glued to that. I like well, uh, 
Diane, I commend you. I don't know how you can have nine friends and all agree even on the restaurant you're going to that night. Congratulations on finding that sort of balance. That seems very uh, out of the ordinary, but very you're awesome. Very thank easy. you for calling in. You're very easy. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Anne. Well, it's a good thing you don't have anyone in there trying to start drama. Like, all you need is one friend starting something up, and that just, the balance is thrown off, and now you got to do, like, a tribal vote from Survivor to see who's going to be kicked off the island. So let's look at some of these text messages coming in. Uh, she's part of a lion pride. Our last caller, Diane, part of a lion pride? <laughs> Wait, so she's like a pack. That's what they roam in packs. I guess, I wonder if there's a secret handshake or if there is some sort of like name that you've given your group, you're like, we're the sassy ladies and we show up and, you know, we like to have fun. Like, what would that group name be? Like a pride of lions or something. See, I'm glad the texter didn't say cougars or something. One person said, I only watch wholesome YouTube channels like crime scene cleaners. None of that gross pimple show stuff. Crime scene cleaners? So there's people that go in and clean up blood stains and from carpeting and stuff. Do you find fingers? Like, do you ever find stuff, crime scene cleaners? I guess it's better to clean up after someone's bodily fluids, after it's long gone, because at least you can control the situation better than to show up as an investigator and have to step over pools of someone else's bodily fluids. Please, gross. Only wholesome pimple stuff, huh? Uh, one person said, like everyone's out to dinner and you've been there for a while, then everyone's done eating, you look around, and there's always that one person when the server's like, oh, I, I finished, but I can get another bite, and it's holding everyone else up. Oh, I know. Kick that person out. Kick that person out. You're ready for the check, and they're like, oh, no, let me see your dessert tray, please. No, that person needs to go. Uh, good text messages for this, too. I saw there's another story. Maybe we can talk about this later. But uh, since we're talking about friends, the Facebook whistleblower has launched a nonprofit. You remember her? She came out and said, here's all the abuses that go on behind the scenes of a Facebook. And she launched a nonprofit to make social media healthier. She says the only way to make it healthier is to only read what? Nothing. Uh, that's my point of view. If I were to go up to this nonprofit and I were to consult them, I would say the only way to make this healthier is to only read comments from your friends and don't read comments from people you don't know. Why? You go on Twitter, it's just all hatred. You go on Facebook, at least you know most of those people, but then you get these other posts or whatever it is in groups and organizations. They want you to follow them, and then they post stuff that's like, you know, really mean, and it has nothing to do with your life, and it'll have no impact on you whatsoever. But, man, do they want to put out those bad vibes. Don't do it. It's a trap. I don't even have to start a nonprofit in order to do that, unless you want to donate money to me. Is this a money laundering thing, and I just haven't been able to pick up on that yet? Is it a money laundering thing? Here's what we need. Don't read tweets or messages from people you don't know. Your life will be so much better, period. And I, I found that out. Just look at your family and friend circles. Interact with them, text messages or whatever. I, you know, even at this point, if someone wanted to send me a chain letter, that would be a welcome distraction from some of the other garbage and things that are spread all through the Internet. I'm just tired of all of it. All right, when we come back, I wanted to talk about the facial scans at the Met Games. I saw there was an anti-surveillance organization that is launching a petition against facial recognition ticketing systems. I think this is great. Um, I don't think they should be 
scanning your face in order to get into a game. That is a huge intrusion of your personal privacies. You can find me online. My website is ryanrecker.com. I have a podcast you can listen to. I got a YouTube page, all those things, ryanrecker.com. You're listening to News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.